What's going on, everyone? And welcome into Blizzle's podcast. Today, we are feeling 100% recovered from the flu. And boy, do I have a show for you all. We are going to get into our NFL power rankings, our NBA power rankings. We are back with Plaisant Locks, and we are so excited to share those today. So for starters, let's do it. This is the first edition of Plaisant's Power Rankings. First up, we're going to do the NFL, okay? At number 10, we've got the Tennessee Titans. And the reason that they're here is for two things. Number one, Mike Vrabel, top three coach in the NFL. Cannot be debated, cannot be won. I mean, the Titans have won uh, 23 of their last 31 games within one score. That's absolutely ridiculous. The reason number two, Derek Henry. Let me say that again. Derek Henry. This man is an absolute unit. Easily the best back in the league. It's not even close in my opinion. I love the way that they utilize Derrick Henry. I think this team come playoff time is threatening just because let's say they go on the road up to Buffalo and they have to play a cold January game where you really can't pass the ball and you got to tote the rock. Guess who I'm taking? Not taking Buffalo. I'll take Tennessee. That's why I have them at number 10. I see them as a threat later in the year. Not a threat right now, though. At number 9, I've got the Baltimore Ravens. Reasons? More of the same. Less about running back, more about quarterback. Lamar Jackson? Can't say enough about him. Now, his health is questionable. That's why I have the Ravens at 9. I do think with Lamar, they are a much better team, obviously. Uh, But I don't know where they sit as far as his health go. He is day-to-day. He's questionable. Uh, If he's healthy going into the playoffs, I can see him getting to the AFC Championship game. At number eight, Miami Dolphins. Look, this is the most talented, and uh, it's not even close, the most talented offensive roster in the entire league. Why do I have them at eight? I do not trust Tua. do not trust Tua on the road. I do not trust Tua in the cold. I do not trust Tua against good defenses. Mike McDaniel can coach to the best of his abilities, but there's only so much that Tua can do with that arm. I don't trust that he's going to be able to make the play to get them to a Super Bowl, an AFC Championship game. I don't even really trust him to win the division. That being said, the roster is immaculate. The offensive weapons are amazing. That's why I have them at eight. If it wasn't for Tua, they'd be one of the best teams in the league. But for now, they sit at eight. Number seven, San Francisco 49ers. Now, this team, in my opinion, most talented overall roster in the league. Why are they at seven, though? Well, Jimmy G just broken his foot. And he's out until at least mid-January. Who's his replacement? Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant. I don't know if they can get to the playoffs. If they can, though, top five team in the league. Number six, Minnesota Vikings. Once again, we're right back here with the quarterback situation. I feel like 10 through six, it's all about the quarterback. I don't trust Captain Kirk. I love, absolutely love Justin Jefferson, Dalvin Cook, Adam Thielen. That's a great skill position and running back group. I mean, you're talking about a top five back, a top three wide receiver, and a really, really, really good wide receiver too. And you've got TJ Hawkinson as your tight end. I mean, look, 
The Vikings can make some noise as long as the game is not in prime time. Captain Kirk has the light shown on him. This man is not him. I don't care how many chains you put on him. Not him. Number five, Buffalo Bills. I love Josh Allen, top two quarterback in the league, right behind Mahomes. But he is not going to be able to be the offensive running game. And that's been the problem with this team for the last three or four years. They cannot run the football. And that is not a good recipe for success when it comes to January. When it comes to playoff time, you have to run the ball. You can't just sit here and just throw your arm out until it falls off. The Buffalo Bills, they're a really, really good team. They're going to win the AFC East. But I don't know if they can ever win a Super Bowl if they can't run the football without Josh Allen. Number four, the Philadelphia Eagles. Best record in the league. Amazing offensive roster. Solid defensive roster. I like Jalen Hurts. I love A.J. Brown. I just don't know if I can trust him to win a playoff game. They are probably... The best team right now playing regular season football. But we have to remember, regular season football. I don't know why I'm so down on this list, but I just want to express my doubts about these teams because they're not going to add up to my top two teams. Okay, Number three, the Cincinnati Bengals. Most explosive offense in the league. I mean, Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Joe Mixon. You name it. Tyler Boyd even. Number three. They've got it. They can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Their defense, quietly, one of the best in the league. I think they can compete with just about anybody in the league, especially this, the Kansas City Chiefs, especially the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay? We just saw them win. But I don't know if they are as consistent as they need to be. Okay? We almost saw them blow the lead to Kansas City, and that could happen on any given Sunday. Okay? That's why they're at number three. I think they're a Super Bowl contender. I would not be surprised if they got back. Okay, Number two, the Dallas Cowboys. Micah Parsons is the best defensive player in, in the NFL right now, in the league. Might be the best defensive player that we've seen since J.J. Watt in his prime. It's better than Aaron Donald. And this man is an animal. Dak Prescott, perfect little game manager. Okay, He dishes it out. He doesn't turn the ball over too much. And they have a great running game. I love this team. They are my pick to get out of the NFC. Number one, the Kansas City Chiefs. They're the best team. Like the AFC Championship, might as well call it the Kansas City Invitational. It's been there the last four years. This team is built for Super Bowl contention every single year. doesn't matter that they lost Tyreek Hill. Guess what they got in return? Five draft picks. And they're going, and they have the best record in the AFC. I cannot tell you enough how much better Mahomes is than every single quarterback in the entire NFL. This is insane. This is like watching Dan Marino, uh, John Elway, Joe Montana, Tom Brady in their prime. Insane. The arm talent is like Brett Favre. The pre-check is like Peyton Manning. The scrambling is like Lamar Jackson. I mean... It's insane how many different quarterbacks this man is all in one, okay? That's why I have Kansas City at number one. My Super Bowl prediction, Chiefs versus Cowboys. I think Chiefs win very easily. Unless Michael Parsons decides to have a six-sack game. We'll have to see, though. Top 10 NFL power rankings 
first edition. Let's move on in to the NBA. Number 10, the Los Angeles Clippers. Is this one of the best teams in the league? Yes. However, they're just not healthy enough. Okay, Kawhi and Paul George have, I think, played four or five games together this entire year. you got to play more basketball. This is reminding me of LeBron, AD, and Russell Westbrook last year. They could just never get on the floor. I think they played 20 games the entire season together. If that's the case for Kawhi and Paul George and John Wall, they're just the exact same as the Lakers last year. And then guess what? They're going to miss the play-in. They're going to miss the playoffs. They're winning games right now because they've got an easy schedule. You start playing those tougher teams, you're not getting in. Number nine, the Brooklyn Nets. Ben Simmons been up and down the entire year. Okay, He had a nice little streak about a week and a half ago. Now he's missed four straight games. Kevin Durant is doing everything in his absolute power to carry this team. Okay, We are seeing some great basketball played by him. Kyrie Irving always has some kind of situation going on right now. I think this Nets team, if they could actually get their chemistry together, could be a championship contender, but I just doubt that. That's why I've got them at nine. Number eight, the Golden State Warriors. This right here is the tale of two teams. At home, they're the best team in the Western Conference. Away, I mean, it is absolutely insane how bad they play on the road. And I think a lot of that has to do with, it's very similar to the Dallas Mavericks situation. Their role players are no longer playing well on the road. I think Klay Thompson has now moved more into a role player mode than he is a second star mode, okay? And he does not shoot well on the road at all. I don't trust this Warriors team to win a playoff series if they don't have home court advantage, and they're not going to have home court advantage because it looks like they're going to lose 30-something games all on the road. I mean, what are we doing? They're 2-10 and on the road. I can't believe I'm having to say this. I don't trust the Warriors whatsoever. On the road. Number eight. Moving on to number seven. The Memphis Grizzlies. This is a John Morant backpack. They might as well put this on sale at Walmart. It's ridiculous how much this man has to carry. Okay? They're a great team at home like like the Warriors are. I like Desmond Bain, Steven Adams a lot more than I do Clay Thompson and other Warriors role players. Okay? That's why I got the Grizzlies a little bit ahead right now. But, like I said, a John Morant backpack team. Not a championship contender. Number six, the Denver Nuggets. Home and away, this is the same team, and that's what I like about this Nuggets team. Now, are they a top three talented team in the league? No. But, like I said, you're getting the same team home and away. That's that's good enough for me. That's why they're number six. If it was just about home, if it was just about being a home team, they'd probably be number 10 or 11. But since this is a, a league where you have to also win on the road, I got them at six. Number five, New Orleans Pelicans. Zion, I mean, my goodness, he's playing amazing. He's actually playing meaningful basketball, which is something that I really didn't think I would get to say about him. The chemistry is phenomenal. I love the way they utilize their role players. I mean, they've got Trey Murphy, Jose Alvarado, Herb Jones, all from the same draft class. Phenomenal year. Zion is playing great with Brandon Ingram and CJ McCollum. The injuries slightly worrisome, but I'll take that all day, every day, if they could just keep at least two of those three guys healthy. Okay, number four, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Okay, this is the best guard combo in the league right now. Donovan Mitchell, Darius Garland are like an inverse Stephen Curry and Klay Thompson. 
Okay, Donovan Mitchell is the better of the two. He's the shooting guard. But Darius Garland can dish the rock and get his own buckets. I love this combo. I also love the forward-center combo between Mobley and Jarrett Allen. They get a lot of rebounds. They take a lot of high-quality shots. The Cavaliers are a phenomenal home team. They're iffy on the road. That's okay. The majority of these teams in the top 10 are iffy on the road. Okay? That's why I like the Cavaliers, though, because they are good up top. They're really good down low. They can out-rebound you, out-assist you, out-shoot you. It's a pretty damn good team. Number three, the Phoenix Suns. The reason I've got them at three right now and not lower is because they are winning without Chris Paul, who has led the league in fourth-quarter points over the last three seasons. Okay, CP3 has not really played that much this year. Devin Booker has sent himself into superstar mode. We just saw him drop 50. We just saw him drop 40. We just saw him drop 30. I mean, he's scoring out of his mind right now, and that's why the Suns are winning games. I personally think this Suns team is just like the Suns team that made it to the finals. I think they're going back. I'm not 100% on that, though. Number two, the Milwaukee Bucks. Giannis is winning without Middleton. That's all you really need to know. This Bucks team is playing phenomenal basketball. I cannot believe that that's where they're at right now because I thought Middleton was a more crucial part of this team based off of what I saw in the playoffs last year. But yeah, like I said, Giannis is playing out of his mind. And that's what the Bucks really need. That's why they're second in the East. And that's why I think they're going to be right back in that conference championship game playing for a finals appearance. Last but not least, number one, the Boston Celtics. It seems like Jason Tatum has reached the next level. He's averaging 30 points a game this year. He's finally reached superstar mode. Jalen Brown, I'm pretty sure he's comfortable taking a number two spot as long as Tatum can play the way that he's playing. I very much enjoyed watching these two play basketball. I want to see more. They're my number one team. And that's going to do it for my power rankings. Real quick, on the side, we're not going to get too deep into it, but we are going to talk about Plaisance locks, okay? We love Wisconsin and Maryland over 129.5, okay? Maryland is a top 10 offense in the country. They have a high point differential, but I do think these are very similar defenses, but the pace is plenty fast enough for this to be a high-scoring game. 129.5 is extremely low in my opinion. 66 to 65, that's my final score. I like Maryland to win it. It's going to be a very close game, though. Expect this thing to go over, though. Lock it in. Cleveland versus the Lakers. Cleveland minus 4.5 for me. They have the best home record. They're 10-1. and one. This That's really all you really need to know. They already beat a full-strength Lakers team. Okay, 114-100. to 100. Anthony Davis today listed as questionable. Okay, But like I said, this team has the best home record. They also have the highest home win point differential at 14 points a game. The Lakers, they are on a long six-game road trip, and Anthony Davis's heroics cannot last forever. And I think that Jarrett Allen and Evan Mobley are a really good matchup against him. They're long and athletic, and they can rebound the ball. Plain and simple, Cleveland minus 4.5. Last but not least, Duke minus 2.5 versus Iowa. This team only has two losses. And it's to number four, Purdue, and number six, Kansas. Okay, Iowa doesn't have any comparable wins. They don't have a comparable resume whatsoever. The best team that Iowa's beat is maybe Seton Hall, 
and they just lost to TCU a couple of games ago. Okay, Duke's defense is one of the best in the country. They're only allowing 58.7 points per game. I don't think Iowa's going to be able to compete with Duke's high-powered offense. I know that Iowa scores a lot of points, but it has not been a lot of been in, it has not been against a lot of good opponents. So I don't buy it. Duke minus two and a half at home. Book it. And tonight, that is going to do it for Plaisance Podcast. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you guys tomorrow.